Hey, it's Eric G. Around the House is sponsored by Baldwin Hardware. For 75 years, Baldwin Hardware has been known for its first-class quality and craftsmanship in door and cabinetry hardware. As an alumnus of the Baldwin Hardware Design Council, I can say I have seen the details and quality from design to the finished product. If you're looking for a new style and old-world craftsmanship, I can tell you there is only one Baldwin Hardware. Check out what would look great in your home at baldwinhardware.com. It's around the house. There is a difference, you know, with a gas water heater, you got a 40,000 BTU blowtorch that's uh, hitting the bottom of that tank. We're calcium and magnesium in hard water, which, oh, 85% of this country has hard water, collects with the gravity takes place every day and the weight of that hits the bottom of the pan. Now, that's more critical in a gas water heater than it is to an electric water heater because the heating elements are elevated. In a gas water heater, that changes the efficiency performance by having to blow that heat through that media that's gathered like concrete, uh, and then it offsets the volume of hot water. Whereas in an electric water heater, it just offsets the volume of hot water. The elements do attract some of that calcium and magnesium, so they, they do ice up essentially is what people see. When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is a lot to know, but we've got you covered. This is Around the House. Welcome to the Around the House show. This is where we help you get the most out of your home through information and education. Thanks for joining us today. Well, I wanted to talk today about one of the biggest costs in your home, and that's called heating water. And today we've got my friend Greg Holiday from Bradford White Water Heaters, where we're going to talk all about heat pump water heaters. Welcome back to Around the House, my friend. Oh, welcome to my farm in Kentucky. So we're coast to coast right now. We are. We are. And man, I just, I can smell the bourbon in the air over there. I tell you what. <laughs> oh, I'll, I won't tell you. I'll be at the track later this week for a PHCC event uh, uh, up in Lexington. So yeah, there's some bourbon tasting in, the, in my near future and uh, seeing this and smelling some horses. That's a win-win. Well, I wanted to bring you on today and talk about, uh, you know, these hybrid heat pump water heaters because, you know, it was funny. What was it? Three or so years ago, I had reached out to you and said, hey, I'm thinking about doing an on-demand water heater. And you went, are you sure about that? And I didn't. And I'm so happy I listened to you, my friend. That was a different conversation because we actually have talked tankless gas water heaters. And I don't normally try to talk somebody out of a technology into something else. But I knew you didn't know much about them. You just needed to hear the story and the story changes everything. It does. And, and no shame towards the, towards the, uh, you know, the tankless water heaters out there. I just wanted something that was going to save me money and make sure that I had hot water. And it does both well. Absolutely. And that's a story that most people just don't know is what's the efficiency of any water heater. Even most plumbing contractors don't know. They see that little decimal number on a spec sheet that says 0.93. And they don't know that that's the UEF, which is a measurement of efficiency by the DOE that says that water heater is really good. It only loses seven cents of every dollar you spend to heat water. And then you see a gas water heater that's a 0.60 or even a 0.67. Now that's a water heater that loses, you know, 37 to 40 cents of every dollar. And then tankless, which I, I do love because tankless guarantees that dad never takes a cold shower. That's the purpose. 
but they're 0.82 to 0.97. And now you get into a heat pump water heater and we start at 3.44 and end up at 3.64. That means instead of losing money, that I get about $3.60 for every $1 I spend to heat water, which means by definition, it pays for itself. And that's never happened until heat pump water heaters came out. Man, it's it's not close on the savings. And and it's funny because, you know, I've I've been waving the flag after putting one in my house and going, okay, this is the real deal. But you know, one of the misconceptions I see out there is is there's people like in California and stuff and go, well, yeah, but it doesn't work when when I'm when I'm paying four times the electricity rates in places like California. And then I have to keep coming back to my listening audience and go, well, yeah, but your electric water heater, you're paying that same four times as much for the electricity. And I guarantee you the natural gas isn't that cheap down there either. Natural gas prices over the last two years have more than doubled and they continue to go up because California has essentially decided to unhook from the pipeline uh, to say we want every house, even though 93% of California homes have a gas water heater, they want 100% of them to have electric water heaters. But the grid can't suck up the power that an electric water heater uses unless it's a heat pump water heater. And a heat pump water heater moves heat using only about five and a half uh, light bulbs worth of energy versus 4,500 watts, 45 light bulbs for those. So you need to have a technology that won't overpower the grid that people will appreciate payback. Absolutely. And, you know, it's funny about it, too, is is that when I'm on generator power, for instance, because we lose power from time to time here, we have windstorms and lots of trees. So that stuff happens, you know, ice storms, whatever. But to me, what's crazy is, is that thing's only using, what, about 500 watts when I'm in heat pump only mode. So I can run a lot more things in my house when I'm on generator backup power than if I had just a regular electric water heater. It's generator friendly because all you got to do, even if you have a small generator that we all want and covet, is do-it-yourselfers in our home so that we can be self-sufficient. You can roll that generator up and power up the water heater, put it instantly in heat pump only mode, and we use 550 watts of power. That's like a refrigerator in your kitchen does, a freezer in your garage does. Now you have hot water even when the power is out, whereas before it it ate too much of the generator up and you just couldn't do it. Well, you brought up refrigerator and freezer. That's really what this is when it comes down to it, right? I mean, people get scared of new technology, and I totally understand that, but this isn't new technology. It's just technology we haven't used in heating water a lot. You're exactly right. And this was created by, by actually a refrigeration company, GE Appliances, first introduced the heat pump water heater. And I worked at GE for 32 years, so I got to do that. And the refrigerator, called a refrigerator, is actually a heat pump. And a heat pump says I move heat from point A to point B, and a refrigerator doesn't make food cold. It makes it less warm by extracting that heat from that little box, putting it at your feet in the floor and blowing it into the kitchen. The more heat it takes out, the colder it gets until you can actually make ice. So it's an old technology refrigeration with an old technology of an electric water heater married together to create something new in design only, but two old and trusted technologies. And you've talked about this before. How, how old is the refrigerator in the garage, usually with the beer and the soft drinks in it? And 
20, 25, 30 years old. And I always ask people, how many times has it been serviced? And the answer is always the same. Zero. Never yep. had to work on it. So this is reliable products being put together. Yeah. And what I like too is, is that it makes you guys stand out. And again, this isn't some commercial here. I'm just a believer of the product, but I like that you guys actually build a serviceable unit. That's not a throwaway one as well. Absolutely. We build the only serviceable unit in, indicating that even the heat pump could be replaced. I always ask people, how would you feel if you had a brand new HVAC system put in and two years later, it developed a compressor problem outside and the service guy came out and said, we're just going to cut the lines and we're going to pick up that whole outdoor unit, put it on a trailer and take it back and bring another one out. That's not what service does. That's replacement. And that doesn't build confidence in the product. So this was designed to be fully serviceable, even though that's the least likely thing to happen when you've got a contractor that can make that repair. And, you know, not all plumbers can do HVAC work. We're okay with that. We've got people that we can send out. We could use your HVAC contractor, your refrigerator repairman for your appliance. These are easy to work on if you have to, because they're up high enough that you're standing in front of it versus crawling around on the ground. Um, but it's a, it is a very, very reliable product. This product has been in the market for a total of about 13 years. Uh, Bradford White is the manufacturer that makes this product. We actually are the only manufacturer that builds them in the United States. With a union labor shop in American labor, we are so proud of that since everyone else builds outside of the boundaries of this country. Well, and the cool thing with that as well is with all the supply chain issues and everything else, when you're building it in-house in your own building here in the States, you really limit those shipping issues when you're bringing then, you know, otherwise people are waiting for containers to go across the ocean to get stuff here. And uh, it's nice having it made in USA. And that to me is also just a plus of the product as well. I would agree with that. And there are lots of supporters in the contractor business out there that see that. You know, we're, we're a manufacturer that builds these products specifically for professional installation. Uh, and that's because proper installation on a heat pump water heater is really important since it needs something that other water heaters, electric water heaters don't need, and that's air. Having the right volume of air around it for it to be able to extract a little bit of heat out of uh, is critical to making sure that efficiency stays up over that 3.0 UEF to give you a little over $3 for every $1 you spend to heat water. So contractors shouldn't just pick one up and say, oh, it just installs like every other water here. Let's just jam it up against the wall and not worry about air around it. We ask them to read a little bit. And if they don't do that, we're putting a QR code right on the front, a big yellow piece of paper that says installation help. Click here. We make it real easy for them to know what to do. What I learned too is I had a, um, a power surge in my house. What was it? Probably 18 months ago. And of course it, it took out a more, more than one electronic item in my house, and it, closed, it took out the control panel on the Bradford White unit. But you know something? You guys had a piece in the mail <laughs> next day flying out to me, and, <laughs> man, it was the fastest replacement parts I've had on, I think, anything in my house. So you guys are the real deal when it comes to that, too. When, when something bad goes on that, quite frankly, was 100% out of your control, because yeah. things happen, you know, it, uh, man, you guys were on it and I had a new part here and I was flying well and just wasn't an issue. And it's worked flawlessly ever since. We are the contractor's best friend because we also are the only manufacturer that never closes. 
when it comes to tech support, as you just described. Things can happen at odd hours of the day. And since most manufacturing is on the East Coast and you live on the West Coast, we never close. Somebody is there 24 hours a day, 365 days a year just to answer technical questions, just to send out parts that are needed and make sure that a contractor has a homeowner taken care of day or night. Absolutely, man. And and that's what's cool about this is that that support is big because I tell you what, there's other companies I've dealt with and not talking water heaters, but I don't want to talk bad about anybody there, but I've had other stuff where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm waiting six weeks to get parts on something because, well, it's on the yeah. slow boat coming across the Pacific. And that is difficult. You can't wait for hot water. And that is one of the beauties of a heat pump water heater is that it moves heat and it creates heat. If something happens to the heat pump, it just switches to the heating elements. And you're not getting the efficiency of savings during that time. You're back equal to your electric water heater that you had before. But you have hot water. And if anything happens to the heat to the heating elements, it switches to the heat pump sides. And you have hot water. A fault code shows up in the display. We know what's going on with it just by that description. A homeowner can see that on the new app that they can put on their phone with our a Connect Plus module that would be installed. And even the contractor could see that from his shop without even going out. He can get into the diagnostics and understand what's going on for faster response. Man, that is a dream for an apartment complex or somebody that's got a multifamily situation or even even your, your neighbor down the street that's got five or six rentals around to be able to maintain that and watch it because you know, rentals always have something thrown at it. And that is one thing with these is you, you do have to do a little bit of maintenance, which is just like anything. You got to clean an air filter every once in a while. That's right. And it alarms and lets us know and lets the homeowner know with a little, a little beat and the air, the filter light comes on. So in an apartment, the maintenance guy who might be responsible for 100 units now can have all 100 units on the app for his sign in. And he can have more than one sign in and keep adding more water heaters so that he gets an alert anytime a water heater is not operating properly. So this is going to help contractors, again, focusing on the delivery of hot water, which is a, a no negotiation point in every home in America. We have to have it. We make it easy for him. Now, as a user, could I log onto that system there and go, OK, I'm in heat pump all mode all the time. And then all of a sudden. I'm like, you know, I got the kids coming up for the holidays, so I'm going to have another four or five people using showers in my house. Can I put it over into what they call hybrid mode through that app? You can. You can do all of the operations, change the temperatures from 100 to 140 degrees, change the operating mode from heat pump only where you're never going to ding a heating element, and then put it back into a higher performance for recovery mode, the hybrid mode, so that it can, excuse me, walk through those switches automatically. And we want to make it easy for a homeowner to even see the energy savings. And in some markets, the need to program the water heater for time of use rates. If at four o'clock in the afternoon, your utility says, you know, we have a high energy usage during this profile time. So we're going to encourage you to not use as much electricity by charging 10, 15 cents more. During that time, you can program as many as you want programs in there that says Monday through Friday, do this. Four o'clock, put it in heat pump only, or turn it off for a couple of hours if I've got a hot tank and we're not at home yet. That way you can save energy on the weekend. You might have a different profile. They may even ask for something else in the morning later on. You can program all of those sequences from the phone and know the water heater is going to save you more because 
Most people don't know this. Water heating is the second highest energy user in your home. HVAC is number one, and they're already adapted for programming. But water heating being number two, never had that advantage until now. Well, you know, there's such a trend. You're right about that, uh, you know, that usage of how, you know, okay, hey, we've got a big load right here on the on the system as far as the energy utilities. I mean, California, some of those guys are paying, you know, 50 cents more, you know, a kilowatt yeah. hour for, for energy than they were if it, you know, from between four o'clock in the afternoon and four o'clock in the morning. So if you can control that, we're going, Hey, we're going to, we're going to go into heat pump mode here and keep this going. But Hey, we can, we can bump it up here if we need to. That's a smart way to do that. So you can control what your energy usage is. Cause that makes a huge difference when you're, you know, many times more, you know, the rates for that just being the certain time of day. That's right. It helps the grid and it helps the homeowner to be able to manage that bill and to manage what's going to go on. I mean, to bring electric water heaters on and that word electrification, you know, back from the 40s, uh, 30s, 40s, 50s was a real big deal. And it's come back again because we want to move to something that doesn't omit greenhouse gas emissions and a heat pump water heater does not directly do that. That would fall on the, li the lines of the utility and how they're producing. You're in a market where most of your energy is renewable. You know, you got some big rivers around there that generate a lot of hydro. You got some buoys bobbing back and forth out in the ocean that are generating. Yep. You got some windmills that are generating that. So your market is actually one of the best for renewable energy. Now you put a heat pump water heater in that uses 3,000 less kilowatt hours a year. It's just the right thing to do, not because you might think you're going to save the planet. That's one element of it, but it's also you're going to save your pocket because a heat pump water heater on average, a 50-gallon, uses about $300 less a year. That's 300 bucks in your pocket. They have a 10-year warranty. 300 times 10 is $3,000 in your pocket. And right now, you've got a $700 uh, utility rebate from the Oregon Energy Trust. You also have a federal tax credit that's at a level we've never seen before. It's not $300 like it used to be. It's now 30% of the installed cost of the water heater up to $2,000. And that federal tax credit has been voted in for 10 years. And you can do that with energy credits for your house every year up to $2,000. Not a lifetime, one-time event, but every year. So this is the time to put a heat pump water heater in because that is going to accelerate the payback savings of $300 a year by immediately dropping that out-of-pocket expense just to make the change up. So it's a business decision. Yeah. I mean, it, it just makes dollars and cents. I do have a question for you. You know, I have been on in, when I lived in more rural areas where I had a well, right? And I had a fair amount of mineral deposits in there. So I was always maintaining my water heater as a every six months to a year type of thing. And I should have back then, I look back and should have been conditioning my water a lot better because things would have <laughs> lasted a lot longer. But you probably get a little bit of less scale build up, build up when you're gently heating that water versus having a, a flame at the bottom of that. Does that. Is that something that can be considered? There is a difference, you know, with a gas water heater, you got a 40,000 BTU blowtorch that's uh, hitting the bottom of that tank where calcium and magnesium and hard water, which, oh, 85% of this country has hard water, 
collects because gravity takes place every day and the weight of that hits the bottom of the pan. Now, that's more critical in a gas water heater than it is to an electric water heater because the heating elements are elevated. In a gas water heater, that changes the efficiency performance by having to blow that heat through that media that's gathered like concrete. Uh, and then it offsets the volume of hot water. Whereas in an electric water heater, it just offsets the volume of hot water. The elements do attract some of that calcium and magnesium. So they, they do ice up essentially is what people see. But with a heat pump water heater, the hot condenser line is wrapped around the outside of the tank, never touching the water. So the whole tank sidewalls all the way around becomes the heat exchanger. And you're not as concerned about calcium and magnesium buildup there. Although you should, as you said, put a water softener in. That's one of the least expensive things to do to save everything that touches water in your house. You know, it's one of the things that I give people remodeling advice first. I'm like, they're going, hey, I'm going to put in that brand new master bathroom. And I'm like, awesome. Test your water first. And they look at me and go, what are you talking about? I'm like, okay, you're going to put in a $10,000 tile shower. You're going to spend $3,000 on a glass shower door and then put in all these really cool decorative fixtures. Do you want that to look like hell in about six months with all that buildup on there? Go deal with your water first and then do the project. So that way you're not worrying about a, a shower door replacement every five years because it looks like it's got, you know, every lime scale buildup known to mankind. You are giving good advice because when water evaporates, you can squeegee it off and do a pretty good job. But when water evaporates, calcium magnesium doesn't. So it stays behind the dishwasher industry. And I came out of that industry at GE Appliances. That's where jet dry comes in. Try to sheet the glasses real fast to get that water with the minerals in it off so you don't get those water spots that are permanently there. And, you know, you end up with lime away and other materials trying to clean those doors. Yeah put a softener in, fill it twice a year, and don't think about it ever again. Yeah, it's just cheap maintenance. And then you're not having to worry about flushing out that uh, water heater every six months because you're getting the buildup down below. And uh, as well as, uh, you know, your ice makers and all the other stuff that you have in your house, if it touches water, that hard water is doing a number on it. And it's reducing the life of everything it's touching. You're absolutely right. I was the water treatment guy for GE for a number of years with softeners, RLs, and house, household filters. My daughters noticed it first and foremost of anything, because when you take calcium and magnesium out of the water, your skin doesn't feel immediately dry when you're toweling off and you get out of the shower. It leaves a coating on you. their hair. You know, my oldest daughter at that time was like 13, 14 years old. She's like, Dad, what's changed in the water? And I said, what do you mean? My hair just is acting different. It's fluffier and more body. And like, yeah, Dad put a water softener in. Give me credit for that. I helped you out some. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Now, you guys added a new coating to your water heaters as well, you and I were chatting about. Yes, and we are so proud of this. Bradford Weiss has entered into an exclusive agreement with Microband. Microband antimicrobial finishes on all kinds of things that you would find in the house and in the food world, from countertops to floors to doorknobs on homes to cooking utensils. Uh, and now we have added this to the tank lining. Our vitroglass baked on glass lining is now encoded with microband antimicrobial finish. This is the first and only tank water heater series, all Bradford White tanks that have this coating. 
that all lead to protection for your hot water and for your home. Nobody else has ever been able to offer that. And we signed an exclusive deal. So this is Bradford White only. So you can look on our website and find a contractor in your area. We started changing our tanks out as we did this in the process back in November and December of last year. So any Bradford White tank you buy today, microband will be listed on it as one of its exclusive features. Ah, oh, that is great. And, you know, that uh, that microband was something that a lot of people ignored until we came into COVID season. And then COVID season, everybody went, oh, that's what that stuff does. Yeah, this company's been around for 35 years and the food industry has been really tight with them during that time. But as other things happened in the, in the world that created health concerns, all of a sudden they started rising to the top because you could put that finish on just about anything. Uh, and it uh, it works. I mean, 35 year history of proving that it actually works. You know, if you live in a senior citizens complex, this is the, these are the kind of places that would be thinking about this. But now homeowners are thinking about it because, again, their doorknobs, the lining in their dishwasher, their washing machine, uh, and even their countertops would have that so that anything you touch, it's able to attack that and keep the, the microbes at bay. Yeah. And that's and that's smart. And that's smart. I do have one question for you because I know one of the I've talked to a lot of friends about, hey, you need to put one of these heat pump water heaters in. I mean, it's just an important thing. And, and uh, you know, wave the flag a little bit. But, you know, some of them live in colder areas where they're concerned about maybe that's out in the garage and the garage is going to be, you know, in the in the 30s out there or it's in the, yeah. you know, it's in that location where maybe in the basement where it's really cold. What's the best way to handle that with a heat pump water heater? Well, you know, people would always ask me that, like, Greg, can we use this in a cold environment? And I always have a, a teasing approach that I would take is I'm just a Kentucky boy. And I don't know about you, but we put our water heaters in the house. We don't have them on the back porch anymore. And they think, okay, if it's in the house and it's where the water heater exists today, that means it's above freezing or that water heater in the pipes are freezing. Correct. The pump water heater only needs air that's 35 degrees or higher for it to actually use the heat pumps and still maintain well above that 1.0 UEF that no water heater has ever achieved before. So it's a matter of the yin and yang of how warm is it as to how much it saves. The warmer it is, the more it saves. And then some people would say, well, you're you're also you're using my warm air, but you're putting a little cooling air in the atmosphere as well. I'm like, yeah, it's in your basement. Who cares? The yeah. water heater is sitting next to the furnace. It's in an unfinished area most of the time as a furnace room. And what makes that basement cool in January and upcoming July is the fact that it's eight feet underground. So the heat that it's borrowing from the room is free heat. You don't have supplies and returns in that area. Then you don't have a thermostat downstairs. It's all upstairs where you're trying to condition. So sit back, chill a little bit and say, you know what? This technology really works. It's really going to lower my electric bill. I'm going to be able to see it, measure it, and spend it somewhere else. Yeah, absolutely. And these days where things are getting much more expensive, you know, it seems week by week, uh, just looking at like the price of eggs, any place oh, you can save is a smart way to go. That's exactly right. Easter's coming up. I, I got to get barn fresh eggs cheaper around here because they don't have to travel. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You know, the, I think the only challenge that I see out there for where maybe this doesn't make sense would be, you know, some homes, especially older ones, they had that tight little closet where they had that skinny, tall electric water heater jammed into the corner in there where there was 
two inches around and you're you're almost having to go water heater shopping just to fit it in there. These units tend to be a little bit bigger because they're well more efficient and they've got some more stuff around the outside, correct? Extra couple of inches of insulation, and that really is the challenge. You don't want to improperly install heat pump, install heat pump water heater because then it's not going to provide the savings. So this really is not, let's go down to the local big box store and buy one and just put it in myself so I can see how it works. Those are the ones that generally are not getting the savings and blogging on the internet and complaining that heat pump water heaters stay. Properly yep. installed, they work every single time. And putting it in a closet is always the option, provided there's some space around it for serviceability. And a louver door in front of that that breathes into about 700 cubic feet, not square. Height times width times depth, so a 10 by 10 by 7 room works perfectly. But you're just looking for air transfer. Now, venting is one of those things that can be done. But 99 times out of 100, it is not needed. It's not required. Because where are you going to move the cooler air? If you put it outside, where are you going to draw air in? Well, you're going to draw it from outside. And how often outside where you live is it below 35 degrees, which means the heat pump doesn't work. So work with a contractor or with the manufacturer and understand where the application is. That a heat pump water heater only runs about two or three hours in the morning. And that cooling effect immediately goes away at three to five degrees cooler. Then it sits all day because it only loses about five degrees tank temperature in 10 hours of standby. It means it's not running. And then it might run three or four hours in the evening, depending on the habits of the home. And then it doesn't run all night. So it's not an air conditioner. You know, I was talking to somebody earlier today in California, and he says, I'm piping mine into my garage because I got a shop out there. And I said, you might want to line the kids up at 4.30 when you get home and have them start taking showers because the water heater may not be running during that time. He hadn't considered yep. that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I, mine's out here 20 feet away from my studio where I record this show every single week. And, uh, you know, one, it's pretty quiet. And two, in the summertime, I like it because it just adds a little bit of cooling to the space. So I and use it whenever I can. Yeah, and dehumidifies up to two quarts of moisture a day. So that's a benefit to the basement of the space that it's in. And you said something about your recording. Your, and your water heater is probably a 54 dB. We've changed the fan design on that. We're now below 50. We're at the same sound level. Yours is at the same sound level as a dishwasher. We're now at the same sound level of some of the quietest dishwashers. So it's a fan noise. It's a compressor sound. You don't hear the dishwasher in the kitchen when you get very far away. And as you mentioned, yours is only about 20 feet away. So if it was loud enough, you could hear it. You'd be in trouble with your sophisticated equipment. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, those are some of the things and why that I recommend having these professionally installed and for you guys, why they are professionally installed, because, you know, you've got a couple things to consider. One, you got to figure out you've got a condensation line like you do with any kind of a, a dehumidifier or a uh, air conditioner furnace situation. You know, you've got to have proper airflow. You can't just jam this up against the wall. So now you've got to come up with a, a bracket system so you can tie it down correctly to the wall still have yeah. that space in there so there's a few things that are a little bit different than maybe your traditional water heater that's always great just to have a pro do yes it is because we show them and teach them extensively to say yeah while we want seven inches around it in some replacement situations you don't have that much space so the choice is, is, is am i going to have a little more of a challenge to service it 
if I push it up against the wall on the left-hand side and cover up a couple of screws? Yes, you will, if it has to be serviced, but you got the water heater in. That just simply means that depending on whatever could happen in the next 10 years, which is the guaranteed life of that water heater for tank, compressor, condenser, all the parts, everything, that you may have to uninstall it, pull it out. And this is true for every manufacturer. There are no manufacturers that build one that you can 100% service pushing it right up against the wall because at some point, the top may have to come off. That shouldn't be an obstacle, but it should be the secondary installation process versus the first. If you got the space, leave the space. If you don't, push it up against the wall following the manufacturer's instructions and just know that that may be something you have to overcome in the future. Yeah, and good airflow around the unit is always great anyway, right? I mean, that's, you know, outside yeah. of access to it, just having a great place where air can come up in and go through that filter and work through that, it's a benefit everywhere, especially if you're up against like a, a, a you know, a, an exterior wall that could be warm or something like that. You might as well get the most use of that heat wherever it's at. That's right. And look at the energy guides, you know, folks that are out there, you're hearing us talk about it and we talk about how much that it saves. The energy guide tells the story, and there is no commentary with that. A standard electric water heater from every manufacturer, the energy guide says it takes $419 a year to run. And if you look at my heat pump water heater, it's 113 Those are real numbers. That's 300 bucks yeah. in your pocket every year. Absolutely. And, you know, I went from a, I went from a 40-gallon gas because I went, okay, we're going to be doing some additions on this place. I went to the 80-gallon heat pump and uh that thing's flawless i will never run that thing out of water with uh the way we do it around here so you know with uh with a decent shower heads and a, and a comfortable shower yes why, why would i need to go any other way right that's that's right and you make a great point you went from gas to electric gas water heaters can provide greater volumes of hot water because they're not inhibited by 30 amp service from the wall providing the electricity it's a 40,000 BTU blowtorch. So for you contractors that are out there listening, just know you have to follow the sizing chart for electric, not gas. And what that means is you're going to upsize the tank put to put any electric water heater in. So if you got a 50-gallon gas water heater and you look at the first hour rating and recovery, it will come closer to matching a 65. And for sure, an 80-gallon electric heat pump water heater will surpass that. So compensate with size, but size matters in this case. It does. And and the funny thing is, is because you're doing a heat pump, it's not like it's a general electric water heater where I'm sitting here using two elements to heat water and store it for 24-7 that I don't need. In this situation, I'm just, it's, 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 a, it's a very efficient storage method. So it's not like I'm wasting that much energy. That's right. And also upgrading the game a little bit by putting in a mixing valve on top. You know, water heaters are shipped by every manufacturer DOE requirement at 120 or 125 degrees, which is an anti-scalding temperature. But you'll notice the electronics on the heat pump water heater will go from 100 to 140 in one degree increments. Homeowners are not used to ever changing the temperature on their water heater because it had a little screw that said hot and hotter or cooler. <laughs> right? This has electronic thermistors on it. You will know what the temperature is within three degrees. It's that tight. So put a mixing valve on, bump it up to 135 or 40 degrees, which means now 
that 50, 65 or 80 gallon heat pump water heater is acting like a larger capacity tank because you use less of hotter water than you do cooler water. So that's always the first line of defense. And I always tell contractors, before you take the old one out, run some water, drop an instant read thermometer in and show the homeowner. You don't know this because it doesn't show it on the control of that water heater, but you've got 132 degree water, walk up to the front of this and let's match it to 132. So now you're comparing apples for apples. Absolutely. I, I run mine at 130 at my house and it's just perfect. It's not enough to to hurt you, but it's, it's, it's enough to be able to take a really hot shower when I want one. There you go. I, I, mine's at 135 and when Easter rolls along, I may bump it up to 140 because I'll have a whole lot of people here and I don't want to hear any one of them. They got four showers and they could all be running at the same time. I want to make sure everybody's got hot water. So you're nicer than I do. I draw mine down to 120. That way they can get out of the shower quicker and save me some water. That's right. I have daughters. They're not as forgiving for that. No, I I have a daughter too. It's the same thing. It it doesn't work. It sounds good on paper, but it doesn't work as well. (laughs) Absolutely. So where do you see this technology going? I mean, it seems like every, every couple years they get more efficient, more efficient, more efficient. Just like what you'd see with your, you know, HVAC system, it seems. You know, there is a limitation as to what a heat pump water heater can do. And we're probably getting pretty close to some of those numbers. There are a couple of uh, manufacturers that have hit up near a 4.0, 4.1. I always tell contractors and even homeowners, don't get too hung up on the, the decimal points. Because from the top right now at a 4.02 to a a 3.64, the operating cost per year is less than $10 difference. So when you see big jumps, you got to remember, heat pump water heaters were one giant leap for this country in efficiency from 90% efficient electric water heaters in one big jump. That's what most people have in their house today. Whereas the HVAC business has been Energy Star Challenge for 30 years. And every few years, the, DO, the Department of Energy raises that SEER rating requirement to earn that Energy Star label. So if you go out and buy a new HVAC system for your home, it's going to be more efficient than what you have, but not significantly enough that it will have a fast a payback. It may not ever pay for itself for the more money you have to spend. But a heat pump water heater will always pay for itself for what you spend because it's one big giant jump. Man, that is so true. That is so true. And it's uh you know, it's funny because uh, the government's been really hammered on that. I mean, with all the changes they made just this year to the HVAC in- industry on the heat pump side of things, you know, with all the new st- all the new rules, all the new funds, all the new everything else, how they're measuring system, how they're matching systems, it's interesting. But uh, yeah, I, I think this is one of the, you know, I, I can safely say that looking at my unit, it is one of the, the biggest changes you can do in your home to save money just by installing a single product. That's right. What else do you put in your house that actually pays for itself in energy savings? There are things we do in general because it's the right thing to do. Light bulbs were one of those because you went from incandescent to compact fluorescent, the little ice cream cone things that we all made fun of. It's also part of the lighting guys at GE to do that. Then we got to LEDs or like LEDs, that's where it's at. If you want to look pasty and white, because that puts out one color and it's an ugly color. Now that refined to where it replicates incandescent light bulbs, 
and you get a 20-year product that you spend a fraction of the money for. And that's what's going to be happening as you see heat pump water heaters continue to expand market penetration across this country. These have been out for 13 years, and they're still the best kept secret because a lot of contractors didn't believe in them. Well, you know what? These were some of the same guys that didn't believe in gas tankless. And look what happened to the gas tankless market. It exploded in a big kind of way. Homeowners started hearing, you know, guys like Paul Harvey saying, you know, the Harvey home, we got our overnight tankless gas water heater, never take a cold shower again. So they started asking contractors, what's this water heater with no tanks? And that pulled that industry up to where it is today. Keep up water heaters are even a better story than that. Imagine that. Yep, absolutely, brother. So if uh, one of our audience out there wants to check out one of these and have somebody come take a look, where would they uh, go searching to find it? Brackerwhite.com. As soon as you come to our webpage, it's going to ask you, are you a contractor or are you a homeowner? You click, I'm a homeowner, and then it's going to ask you if you're interested in having a contractor come visit. We have a contractor finder on there that will be able to lead you to the contractors in your area so that you can have somebody come out and look at it. A lot of these contractors are now just asking even for a picture of your current water heater to see where it's installed and how it's installed before they even drive out to the house because it makes it easy to begin that conversation. But if you get a hold of a contractor and he says, I don't put those in, talk to me. Let me know because this is a contractor that hasn't seen the light yet and I'll be the one that talks to him and helps him figure out. You got to do this. We've got thousands of them all across this country that are first getting their toes in the market as every other manufacturer does. We're showing them how to do that. We're showing them to teach. We do teaching and training in California every two weeks and have 60, 70 contractors on the call uh, for Energy Star to be able to teach about this. It's about breaking that ice and getting being the first one to have one in your house and then telling all your friends and neighbors through Facebook this thing really works. And we'll watch and see what happens as people thank you for helping them save money. There's nothing wrong with that. Greg Holly, thanks for coming on again today, brother. It's always a pleasure. And uh, can't wait for you and I to get together again. And uh, I think we're overdue for a adult beverage one of these days. <laughs> yes, we are. And I even have uh, you know, a couple of really nice thieves laying here on my desk that I just picked up. Yeah, from a very good friend. So we got to find some time. Let me know where you're going to be. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Thanks for coming on today, man. I appreciate it. And I'm Eric G. And you've been listening to Around the House. Somewhere unseen and undiscovered. Anyway, I'll be on the mean. Life is a love song. Let's be lovers. We're all over the radio. Hey, it's Eric G from Around the House. Are you planning a decking or siding project this year? If you are, you've got to check out my friends at Millboard. Millboard is a completely different kind of composite decking and cladding that enhances outdoor spaces with enduring distinction. Hand molded from the finest oak, it realistically mimics the natural grain and color of premium hardwood. If you're looking for something that doesn't look like plastic and instead real wood, check out millboard.com. Make sure and check out that interview we did just a few weeks back. That's millboard.com.